Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And I'm Twin. Hey, we finally got it, boys. Hey, the boys are back. Thank you, Nadine. We got we got here. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. Um, we are looking at the anarchy, the carnage that is round 18. Um, those that are going for those lovely top 15 PODs are getting kissed regularly on the dick. They are loving... <laughs> Loving life, but just on the dick, like the best statement of oh, fact right it, now. It is, and it, and it sums up our feelings entirely. So, um, look, before we move on, SC Insider 100, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, audio platforms as well Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, you name it, and the YouTube, Chris. Yes, search for a Super Coach Insider. And look, after we are about to get a bit of a Rogering. Uh, it is only it is only natural that we partake in a little bit of Rogers brew this evening. So we thought we'd go the Rogers because we are absolutely getting bent over and Rogered. Mm, <laughs> stings nostrils. And I, I really actually I love Rogers. So like, do I. Dark ale. I would really prefer though if it was a little bit stronger. Like I need like a stronger a beer. Well, you, well, you like your uh, your dark beer a bit stronger, do you? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, like, right. I like, I like it like I like my man um, strong. Also, I've got a couple of the Mountain Culture. A little shout out to the uh, the Mountain Culture Brewing Company up in the Blue Mountains. I ordered some of those. $5 shipping. This isn't sponsored, but I think get around your local breweries, guys. In the Blue Mountains, they're doing it tough, I think, with COVID. $5 shipping anywhere around Australia. I am getting a 16-pack, so next podcast, you will see some uh, fresh brews. And Chris can just you know sting off me. That's true. And uh, we also got uh, a, a sneaky little uh, case of bolter from uh, Venta Roof as well. Shout out Venta Roof. Yes. Thank uh, you for that. For all your ventilation requirements. Uh, if you're looking at whirlybirds, don't. Look at Venta Roof instead. Write that down. Yeah. Going for, literally, going for whirlybirds is literally like picking up Monday in a keeper league. Just don't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, they might get the job. Short, short lifespan. Well, they might get the job done for now, it's, but it's that's, that's, with that's fucking old school. Would you rather Walsh or Monday in a fucking keeper league? I'd definitely rather Walsh. Yep. Venta Roof is the Walsh of the Supercoach world. It fucking is. Um, well, anyway, well, are bad. you drinking their Swiss or what? Well, I'm not drinking, but uh, who, who's going to have the longer career? Because I can see another seven, eight years out of Monday. <laughs> well, I don't know. If Walsh keeps going the way he's doing, he could play till he's 75, so who knows? Swizz, how dare you undermine Venter Roof? You <laughs> fucking amateur. <laughs> fucking amateur. Who are you? You know, you know last week how we, mu- how we muted you? Um, but anyway, yeah, so um, was it Mountain Culture? I'll give, it, I'll give it a go. Apparently, I heard good things. Thanks for those on Twitter as well that have been actually commenting. We'll give that a go. Let's start off. We're going to talk about how we went for the week. We're then going to go in and talk about the carnage and what it means. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk about trades specifically so far, I think, because we have minimal trades anyway. But we will talk about, as we go through the options, which one we're probably leaning towards, boys. So, uh, Chris, how did you go for the week, mate? Uh, look... It wasn't great. <laughs> no, you look. Had that was, Josh Kelly go? Uh, yeah, well, it was looking good when Josh Kelly was on 73 at halftime. Uh, after that, it was a little bit downhill. I mean, the biggest thing for me, obviously, I had Grundy captain um, after my VC failed. Um, but I look, I, it was really bad anyway. I mean, I got a 107 from Lockie Neal. Turned out I wouldn't have had a, um, had a loophole option anyway, so I kind of had to straight captain someone. If I was going to straight captain anyone, it was going to be Grundy regardless. So. I look. I think I I took a punt. It didn't work out. Didn't work out. I'm not going to complain about it. How many times have Granny pulled through for me? Like a thousand. So it do, doesn't work off one time. I mean, yeah, sure. What hindsight tells me, yeah, Walsh was probably a better decision. Whatever. Um, outside of that, I went two, three, eight, five for the week. So um, the only real other issue, of course, was Jelly. Um, I also had Toby Green, so I had to take Waitman's score, which was a fifty-eight. Um, I obviously have Houston, which is just killing me every <laughs> week. Oh. But everyone else went pretty good. So 2385, not too bad. Like, it was still sort of around par. Um, and only dropped slightly. I dropped 21 spots overall to 438. So still in the top 500. Um, so, yeah, not going too bad. Um, have Dusty, obviously. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. 
um, and only have one trade. So that's how my team's shaping up. And how about you, young Ben? Well, I feel like a little bit of Bradbury at the moment. With all the projected scores going on, I was projected to slide out of the top 500. Swizz was going to take a big lead. Chris was trucking along. Next minute, Jelly injured. Mills out. And this guy... Coming home with the Thunder, I am now ranked higher than these two. I scored 2-4-2-4. Also with Grundy as captain, it hurt because I actually nearly went to McRae as captain. I even said that on the podcast and then you guys were talking. I'm like, oh, yeah, Grund- Grundy. I was like, okay, Darcy killed them. So Grundy was doing all right. It's like 80 at three-quarter time and then absolutely shut the bed, did nothing. His first nothing. half was insane. He just, yeah, he just died in the ass. He did nothing. Mm. He's yeah, got Jackson one look Bar- for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> Jackson Barney was jumping over him in the, in the second half. Yeah, it was, it was rough scenes. It Has was... anyone noticed it's the same look? <laughs> yes. He's done nothing. <laughs> oh, he no, did nothing. Dude, you know why that's not funny? Because there was no soundbite. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> yes. Chris. She needs premium, dude. <laughs> premium. <laughs> yes, much better, much better. Yeah, after you ripped into me last week, so anytime you try and make a joke, I'm actually just going to ruin you unless there's a soundbite for it. Well, so that's going to ruin our whole fucking niche, mate, because we do movie quotes. And that's if we, what we do, and we do it improv. We can't, too. yeah, exactly. We can't plan everything. I mean, who are we? Like Dr. Supercoach? <laughs> <laughs> I like Love that. That's a visual reference as well. For that was um, so for me. 2424, two, four, I. So you can't be ahead of me by much because I was. So no, nah, I'm four four seventeen. Oh, <laughs> there's probably like seven points between us overall or something stupid. Hey, it doesn't matter if it's an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. Write that down. Oh, I was going to say Sound just bite? just a Sound tip. <laughs> <laughs> just a tip. Just a tip. Um, so yes, that's that's how I'm looking. Four hundred and seventeenth ranked overall. I do have Dusty Martin. I am holding. Lucky, I actually held my trade because I had Langford. And I was like, oh, it's not really season ending. It's kind of half of the season that's left. So I kind of, yeah. I thought I'd wait a week and lucky because now Dusty's out for the year. So at least he, you know, Langford will get me a couple scores later. Well, unlucky if you, we'll go into this a little bit later. Langford was the, it's an update of their injury. Two to three. And it's still two to three. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's Essendon though. They play hardball, mate. Swiss, how'd you go for the week, mate? Or, or how, how, let's open up the segment. Everyone, if you want to go grab a cup of coffee, Swiss is going to go on a rampage. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, I already had Whitfield out, so, you know, that is what it is, and I had Highmore score there. Uh, but going into the last match, I'm projected to go 2,600. I'm flying. I'm playing the wife head-to-head. Can't lose. Cannot lose. She has Grundy captain. And then fucking carnage. Mills, see you later. Green, see you fucking later. <laughs> Kelly, flying at half time. See you fucking later. <laughs> Jelly going what he normally does. On that, I don't think I I don't think Mr. Mitchell deserved the abuse that he probably copped on that. Um, uh, But yeah, we always know Jelly's going to get injured at some point. Just had to be this fucking week. Even Taranto, who was doing all right, and that and yeah, he was at sixty and a half time Taranto and finished on ninety six. Yeah, ninety four. So. So I, so I went from being projected to 2,600, and, and that was like even taking their care count, like Laird's score or, and everything like that, ended up getting 2,363, was projected to go up to nearly 300, dropped to 468, and the wife beat me by 12 points in our head-to-head. So, yeah, Supercoach can get Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad you have you just have a, 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 a platform to be able to just soapbox your shit anytime you want and swear as much as you want to because we just do not give a fuck. <laughs> That's pretty much how yeah, it goes. It was, and, and, and I know I wasn't alone. It's funny because a few people put out saying, oh, you know, I, I forget the, the person saying, I don't think anybody's had it as bad of a week as me. It might have been one of the... Uh, Supercoach coach boys or or um one of one of them, I think it was Clippo actually, whatever, um Potty. Yeah, so I'm yeah, saying Clippo, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and saying yeah, he you know, how bad is it having generally Green, Whitfield, Langford, and that can anybody beat that? And then when I obviously added in Mills as well and that, um, yeah, I, most people were saying I think I took the cake this week. Um and then on top of that, obviously Dusty. And now um, a few, well, it's not as bad because a few people also have Rowan Marshall on top of that. So what a fucking carnage week. If yeah. COVID wasn't bad enough and that the injuries going with it is just fucking thrown in absolute chaos. Well, at least it's round 19, right? We've got four weeks left. Isn't it 18? This week's round 19, is it? No, it's eighteen. Yeah, this week's not. This week's 19. So oh, it 19. is 19. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, oh, jeez. Draft leagues. Oh, round 19. Oh, that's me. 
Fuck, I got, <laughs> I've got Mills. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, anyway, so look, let's have a look at that. Um, so with me, my one, I had Whitfield out, Langford out. So I was taking Brockman in the forward line. Good luck to me. It was like 40 points. And um, Brumble. Bramble? Bramble. Bramble got me a nice little, oh, mate, I was laughing. So I was like, cool, Bramble did one. I was like, Rory Laird, you can get back into defense and cover me for there. So that was um, lucky for me instead of taking Bianco. But, um, look, I also did have uh, Houston spudding up as well. So I'd love never to again if I had a decent rookie. This week, this week, I'm lo- or I'd be loopholing. This week, I am loopholing. And if, if Houston doesn't do well, then I'm putting Bramble on field. I'm putting Laird back there again. Fuck him. Fuck it. I'll take Nathan Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take a potential 45 over. <laughs> yeah. Swizz, so you know what they say, mate. Wait a minute. Look, it's Captain Hindsight. <laughs> Captain Hindsight. All right. Let's. On that, you know the worst thing is I had Vice Captain McRae into Walsh. And because uh, just before the Saints game, I changed it to Steel. I've gone because I did talk about him last week. I'm like, no, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to go with Steel now that he's playing first. And, uh, Naturally, had to take the 145 and then just watch Walsh play a fucking genius game, um, the 193, and actually now has him in contention of being the number one super coach player for the season. Yeah. Swizz, don't come at me with your fucking 145 VC awesome <laughs> loophole when here we are, got Grundy on like 80s. My VC was 107, well, guys. I would have actually not taken McRae, uh, and I would have rode it with Yeah, Walsh. me too, 107, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. That, and, but and no, the I worst can't, part. I can't complain about Steel because after Grundy got absolutely smashed by um, Silvani, obviously there was a lot going on with Silvani. You know, um, um, you know, condolences to that family um, with what losing surgeon. I, I can say that because I have a mate who's uh, who, who actually knows the uh, Silvani's quite well. So you know, obviously he was in for a big game, but just happened to uh, take it out on Grundy and. Uh, yeah, so that that did stuff a lot of people's captaincies, and then including my wife, but she was still good enough to beat me because of the fucking carnage. So, moving on. Moving on. I suppose that's a good. Have you had enough? Swiss or you need a little bit longer. Yeah, I was about to say, Swiss. What do you like with story time, mate? Do you get to the point? Time. Do you get to the point, or is it just like the never-ending story? If it, if it wasn't the fact that my mob, um, you know, absolutely wiped the floor with your your mob. And that oh. it, would be a, <laughs> it would be a three-hour friggin' wins right now. Are you a big man? Huh? I'm talking to you. <laughs> I respect that. All right. Well, um, oh, actually, here, this is the one that sums it up. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late nineties. <laughs> You fucked me up. <laughs> I love a good Deadpool reference. Um, Deadpool's look, the oh man, and the worst part was. Brisbane got to a 13-point lead and goes, yep, everything's going to happen for us from here. And it's kind of like Collingwood in the fourth quarter. Oh, mate, I don't even want to talk about that fourth quarter. Was um, still waiting, though, as well. Just quickly, before we go into what the actual carnage is, this is a quite a nice little long intro. Uh, if you are interested, once everything sort of dies down and everyone's got their trades done, if you want to hear us kind of review the highlights, maybe, you know, like a live reaction on how shit Collingwood are. That'll be nice. No, I, I don't think that's a great idea. <laughs> It'll probably be Brisbane. Anyway. Sounds good. Okay, let's get into the carnage. Now, what's happening is is Callum Mills is out for this week. Toby Green is out for this week. I think they're back in contention from like the 27th, so they don't have to do a 14-day quarantine. They have to do a 14-day balance from when the infection sort of period was, right? So they have a little bit of quarantining to do. Hotel quarantine too, which kind of sucks. So you're hoping... They get a bike and they actually try and keep their fitness up, and it's got to be boring as absolute batshit. They do get like what you know, they get to exercise, so they, they don't get to go out though. They bring in exercise equipment yeah. to their hotel room. That's how messed up it is. Um, so that's the first one. Totally fine, done that. Then um, Dunkley was went and got a coffee at his local or whatever. He went to his cafe tier one, so he's actually in a fourteen day quarantine, not just the balance of pretty sure. And Ron yep. Marshall is also tier one. So I'm imagining that that is also another 14 days. And they said he's unavailable this right. week, but they haven't actually said oh, he's unavailable for two weeks. I'm not sure how that works, but we'll see. Well, the worst thing about Marshall is obviously he was probably the number one trading target for oh, Dusty Martin. Who he was. He was already team. lined up. I've got to actually make sure I reverse my trades, everyone. So revert, revert. Um, that is probably the biggest one, and he went really well last week, so it's kind of a bit of a painful one for those. Even more painful for those that actually brought him in up until this point. I think he was one of the most heavily traded in players. Even last week, I think he went up about 5 or 6%. 
I yeah. feel for those that actually went Whitfield out to Callum Mills to try and actually make up some points in the top 500. My condolences. And that's pretty much the issue. So there's this whole big scenario. Chris, you listened. Uh, there was a little bit of a wind out there that the Supercoach podcast, I think it's the official one, they were talking about what would happen in this scenario. And you listened to it? Yes, I did, yeah. Um, so uh, they have, unfortunately or fortunately, whichever floats your boat, said that there will be no extra trades and mm. that it's luck of the draw and that the only way there will be extra trades or round top 18 or anything like that, anything that is going to majorly impact Supercoach is if there is less than nine games in a round, which it doesn't look like the AFL is moving towards. They are scrambling heaven and earth to try and make sure a full round happens this week. Yep. If anything, I think it'll be the whole round would be the early buy, but I think they're trying to delay that as long as possible because Queensland's still pretty good, and a lot of them, they can still play without crowds for now. Um, yeah, so that's the news. So for those that have been hanging out, because here, and the funny thing is, is that I only have, I don't have Mills, I don't have Green, I don't have Dunkley, I don't have Marshall. I do have Dusty, so I can use my one trade there anyway. If you give oh, me extra good. trades, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, no, but if you give me extra trades, I then I am laughing because yeah. instead of me having one trade, I've now got multiple and you might think it's a great thing to have a trade, and it sucks if you're going for overall. That's the way it is. It just sucks, right? If you're going for leagues, then generally your leagues are next week for standard finals yeah. for your leagues. Well, put it, so they'll put be back anyway, mostly. Imagine if you're like you and you're out of trades, but you've now got Dusty to deal with, right? Versus, so you just get a leg up because you get oh, free trades, right? Yeah, so people that don't have, like, they might have players out. They want those to kind of replace them. But then if you give everyone trades, then you might replace them. But then I'm replacing someone else for even a better yeah. option. Or, best case scenario is like, you don't have me. any of the carnage. Oh. And you get extra trades. So to, now you can just you know, upgrade, say, Taranto to fucking Bontempelli or something stupid. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you give me two trades. I'm going Dusty out and Houston up. Catch yeah, exactly. you later. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, like woo. It wouldn't be – it would be the easiest no-brainer decision you've ever done. So um, <laughs> I 100% endorse no trades. Uh, if if you want unlimited trades, play fantasy as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't like – I like the limited trade format. It, it, that's, that's what I enjoy. However, I, I can understand why people are upset because most people have burnt their fucking trades well up until this point. Um, we are obviously one of them because we are playing for overall and I would argue that most people in the top 1,000, I'd be shocked if people had more than two trades at this point in the season. There's actually they, um, a couple with three, uh, I think. So, Super Coach Data put it up. There's a couple of people that still had four trades in the uh Top, I think even a hundred and that. So congratulations to them. Yeah, they're they're, they're, win. they're, uh, <laughs> they're in a real good strong position. Um, yeah, we've said it before, but Supercoach Data and Twitter do a fabulous job updating live rankings. Um, so yeah, they they put it out straight away. That I couldn't believe that fifty percent of the top, what was it, five thousand, did not have Mills. But yeah. best freaking defender in the game, and how how did that? So many people get friggin' cod. Well, I'll tell you what happened is because people started, uh, a lot of people in the top 1,000 started five premium defenders. So they're yeah. like bringing in someone and then, like Mills. And Mills was going on heaters. So he did go low, but then he got priced out anyway. Again, he was yeah. back to 570. So. And then, then you, had, you had the same buy as both Lloyd and Laird, which a lot of obviously um, top 1,000 guys would have had in their starting squads. So a lot of people just ended up fading Mills. And the more that people faded him, the less people brought him in because you didn't need to get him because he's not hurting you. So if he's not in those top 1,000 teams, then you don't need to bring him in to try and battle against those people with him in yeah, the team. I still liked him. But the funny thing is that in the community league, we got burnt big time. We were top 1,000. And we had Mills. We had Green. We had Langford on the bench. We had Dusty. We had um, Josh Kelly as that community league. And then we had Grundy oh, yes. as captain. So we scored like... Less than 2,100 and slip from 1,000 to 2,000. Do you like when I Snapchat when we're doing a live pod? Is that a thing? Not really. I feel a bit self-conscious. <laughs> Do you just? Yes. Is that for your lady <laughs> friends or is that for the on the line? Ah, just on the line. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, anyway, so that, that's pretty much where it sits. Now, here's a good one, though. We are a community. So in particular, I'd like to think that we are banterful, but we are also rational bunch, the people that listen to this podcast. We have degrees. Degrees of degrees. separation. <laughs> degrees of separation. Like we, um, we, we graduated from university. We have degrees. Monsters University. Degrees yes. Get degrees. Um, anyway, so I'd like to think that we are quite rational bunches. So if Supercoach is causing you that much angst and, and just chill out, man, just be mellow. 
enjoy it, enjoy the journey, enjoy the chaos, embrace it for what it is. If everything just goes absolutely ass up, then just accept it. Uh, if you yeah. are for some reason in like $50, $350 cash leagues, then maybe think about why you're going into cash leagues in a COVID scenario, possibly. But don't take <laughs> it out. We, on. we said at the start of the year, hey, we're not doing cash leagues this year just nah. because of COVID. Oh, just, I don't but know. And, and it's it's definitely increased the luck element to it. But for God, thing is, don't uh, rip on the people that actually set the game up. I mean, even then, 10 minutes before, I think most of the news got broken, at least less than an hour before, that these players were out. What do you expect them to do? Like, in all honesty, they can't just... It's not one person that makes the decisions. They have to kind of collaborate. And then, even then, it's like, oh, let's do that. And then try and create algorithms that have never been done before within, what, 10, 15, 30 minutes? It's, it's just impossible. And then people just losing their shit, flipping tables, fuck you, deleting their app. It's ridiculous. Well, oh, Ben, don't, don't you play for your house like I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you got to play smart. Honestly, though, I mean, like, laid outs happen. Like they have, and we we really haven't copped many laid outs this year. I mean, how many laid outs like to serious players have there been this season? Like there hasn't really. In most seasons, there's always laid outs for to, to random players at ran, and someone gets fucked. It's the same thing. Okay, we had two major SC outs um, an hour before the last game. Cool. Uh, all right. Um, it's round nineteen and people are out of trades. Uh, okay. Um, that's like that hasn't happened before. I don't. This is why I don't get it. Like. Most of the time after the buyers, people struggle for trades. It's not uncommon. Why are people making such a big deal out of it this year? And you know why it is? It's because Supercoach gave fucking free trades for no reason for two years in a row. And then everyone, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, well, I should get more trades. That's why. They did it to themselves. So I have no sympathy, but whatever. Oh, fuck, that's brutal. It, it's fucking true, though. No, Tell but me I'm wrong. I, you are wrong. I, argue, because argue why. You are wrong. And the reason is, is that if there is not... If they change the structure of the rounds and there's not the same amount of players or the teams playing, right? If they just add like an extra buy-in. So you're planning your structure. There's meant to be nine teams playing. All of a sudden now there's seven. Then I think you should get an extra trade per game, not per team, for but every why? game. Why? Because it's you need to be able to trade some players out to get a halfway balance between them. That's why. No, I just think that if there's Because that, it's like you've just thrown the rug out from underneath them and it's like, well, you know, there should be something there. No, because Supercoach is about trying to get your best possible team. Trading sideways trading players during the season with one trade is, just doesn't make any sense at all for Supercoach. Anyway. At all. You can the, um, the send that you in. you should be doing is, is making it, like, instead of going from top 22... Shut up, Meg. <laughs> ...to top, top 18 or top 16, that makes sense. Like, if you can just adjust the amount of... Today, Junior! Anyway. I just, I just... Chris... Free trades is a dumb idea, and they've, they've written themselves into Shut this up, fucking Meg. problem. And I have no sympathy. <laughs> just saying. Am I wrong? Uh, Please tell us what you think. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> um, look, here's the thing, Chris. You can write a lovely email to um, info at supercoach.com.au and I'm sure they'd love to hear it. No, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not the one commenting. I'm just saying, like, don't. I, I understand the hate because they're, all these people have, have been jacked up on free trades. I'll be jacked up Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, and now they're like, oh, well, you know, I'll just, I'm going to complain because this is what I've been dealt with. It's annoying. Swiss, tell us how you feel. Um, I'm divided on it, but I, I understand both points. So, yeah, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. We know it's a limited trade. I, I'm, I'm probably with Ben on that. If there's games that are missing for a round, it becomes a different story. Um, but, yeah, as much as I would have loved it for the Mills and um, and Green situation, it is what it is. It's a late out and we're just going to suck it up and move on and uh, and move on to the what our potential trades are this week. What, so a, I suppose, what a classy response, Swizz. Yeah, shut up, Swizz. We like, we like start of podcast, Swizz. <laughs> this is middle podcast, Swizz shit. I'm fucking not in for it. But Dustin Martin. So I think that obviously he is the most owned player in Supercoach right now at 66.9%. So he's probably got to be traded um, because if you don't trade him, you're going to be well left behind the pack. So let's go through options for trading him. And I think it's pretty clear, um, you know, getting a top six option is obviously preferred. If you don't have, say, a Zorko, if you don't have a, a Bailey Dale at this point, um, or, fuck, there's really not much out there, is there? No. Um, yeah, someone like a Dunkley would have been really, really nice right about now. He would have been. Um, look, or a Marshall. So when you're having a look at things, let's... Let's, let's split into two categories. Categories is, um, obviously... Above or dusty, under? Dusty and above, and yep. then below. So two categories of players. 
um, in terms of who you're going to bring in. Uh, look, I personally, am, I can only go down. Oh, you are so fucked. <laughs> I'm so fucked. Oh, hey, look, Taron, but, Taron Thomas, everyone, 432,000. Have a look at his, have a look. Okay, so that is, you say that, but look at Taron Thomas's previous um, previous scores over the past, even like eight weeks. He's, been, he's actually gone quite well. Um, I, I'm fortunate enough to, that I'm going to go to Shea Bolton. So Shea Bolton is, is oh. obviously, the, the, in my opinion, the number one target if you're moving down. And the reason for that is, um, obviously, with Dusty out of the equation, he's going to get a lot more midfield time. And we've seen him without Dusty, his scores go through the roof. Danger's my middle name. <laughs> yeah, look, there is flaw with Danger, but I do think Shy Bolton with Dusty out could be a good option. Let's just hope then maybe, hey, they're like, hey, Bolton, you actually need to pull your finger out and start playing football the way that we know you can. Now, he'll probably be the central focus for a bit of that dynamic sort of um, switch through. So hopefully Bolton speaking, gets Speaking in. of as well, I actually don't mind Kane Lambert as well um, with uh, in, in that Richmond midfield. He should also get some more time running through there, which should boost his scores. And we've seen him be able to go on, on runs where he gets scores well. And speaking of Richmond, I just want Swizz's opinion on both Lambert and Shy Bolton. Thank you very much, mate. Tell me not yeah. Lambert. Uh, uh, like I saw Lambert before when I was going through, like looking at all the options, and I was like, "Yeah, he's a, he's a decent option, but there's just better ones." And that that's how I feel about Lambert. Like if you want a guy who you know is going to get you your ninety playing in that role, no problems. Boys, that, he's, but, he's yeah. been around the traps for so long. I mean, even Mary <laughs> has a little lamb. <laughs> but it's just there's just there's just better options there. That. Bolton's obviously one. Thomas was one I sent the group chat the other day, and that as you already mentioned to that who's who's playing quite well. But once again, I still think there's a there's a couple others. Like you could look at, I think oh, he's actually uh, but Matthew Kennedy's playing Cripps's role at the moment, and that. But again, it's hit and miss. One week, have we got, have we got any, any read on it when when or if Cripps is coming back at all? Oh, I think he would be back this week. Okay, well he was a little little banged up. I think he was yeah. no, he was close. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, can't can't do it. Um, I, I, there is obviously a little bit of uh, on the um the actual Super Coach podcast today. They recommended Dan Rioli as well, and he's moved back to a halfback flank role. So <laughs> I know, that is that is if you're really desperate. Let's say let's. However, let's say this right. Let's say you've got two trades and you've got two problems going from Dusty down to someone like uh, Rioli. I think he's like two hundred eighty-five k or something stupid. Um, and you could then upgrade another part of your field. So if you've got Langford, you could go up um, to whoever, you know, let's say Aaron Hall or something similar. Um, or uh, who, are, who are the other guys that are out at the moment? Uh, well, Whitfield probably comes back, so there's no point in going to that. But you could essentially use that, uh, that cash that you actually generate to upgrade your team somewhere else. So I actually don't hate the idea if you're really risk- Affluent, I suppose is, is that the is that the right way to put it? Um, it's uh, it's not something I would do. I would very much steer completely clear of that entire situation. But um, I can understand the appeal um, if you really want to play risk it for the biscuit. Um, when, when I tweeted out before about oh scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, let's get on Sean Lemon. And then <laughs> I actually saw I saw Daniel Rioli there and still went with Sean Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so here's the thing with me is that a lot of the players underneath sort of 400,000 have a really bad three-game average. Yeah. Well, when you look the whole way through, I think the best ones maybe Tex with a three-game three game average or, or no, an average of 90, even then 73. So the whole way through. So even still side bottom, 392K, he's dropped 195,000. You're not going to get a cheaper guy that could turn it around, generally at least still plays. Do you know what I mean? He is durable. He barely gets injured. He is nearly 200000 underneath what you paid for him. Meanwhile, we said he was overpriced at the start of the year, but did you listen? No. Two things. First of all, Tex is still in 13% of teams. Oh, side bottom's <laughs> in 8.5%. Well, and see, that, that that's my, why you might actually bring in side bottom. Because he's in 8.5% of teams, he's not going to burn you as much. Surely they're all bur- <laughs> surely they're all burner accounts that started him Who and knows? didn't come back. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. 8, anyway, 8.5 is but a lot. But- so I think you could do a lot worse than side bottom if you don't have any cash. Mm, that's true. Like, I'd rather side bottom over Tom Lynch. I'd rather side bottom over McCarthy. Lambert, I would take him again. I'd probably t- I'll take Bolton over. 
Oh, I think him, Bo- I still think Bolton's number. I, I would say Bolton number one, Thomas number two, in my opinion. Like a lot of people have Bolton already. I so. am not picking Thomas for two. I'd I'd say Bolton, and then I'd be going down, 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 down to Coles, and down, I'd be looking. Down, I'd be going side bottom, down. side bottom over that. I don't know why, just because I think side bottom can get on a run. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I I just don't like basically any of those options that are they're all shit, there, right? Bolton or take your pick. They're all uh, let's shit. let's now make ourselves happy. Swizz, who are you eyeing off above Dusty Martin? Yeah, because well, for just a feature for your saying before, yeah, the the below options and it'll come down to somebody taking a risk. You know, somebody's going to fall out, be it a, like a Pal Pepper, a Jack Martin, a you know a fucking Tom Phillips. Up for the first time. <laughs> oh, Swiss, you are on the Ron podcast, my friend. You are literally. Hey, hey, the old point, man the River. Point, Zip it or point, I'll break your hair. <laughs> the point is, the, you know, you, you know you're, you're throwing darts and that. There's gonna, there'll be one or two people in there who will come home strong, but, you know, you, you, literally, <laughs> you can throw 100 darts and fucking miss 99 of them. Um, Isaac Heaney, you mentioned last week, he got a nice 86. So, yeah, he might be the best of the lot under 400K, but there is not there is not much that I've got any confidence in. I think I'll be so, going still, still side bottom over Heaney. Still, I know Heaney is yeah. pretty good, but it's interesting because I feel like maybe you've been talking, Swizz. Have you been cheating on us with SC Elites, mate? Because you're acting like no, you're influenced. I, I don't, they were I don't so convincing in their oh. argument. They swung me. <laughs> I don't recommend Tom Phillips at all. I'm just saying, if you were in that position where you had, for whatever reason, absolutely no cash, uh-huh. and you just wanted to throw a dart at someone, maybe. But you know, hopefully, everybody's got some sort of cash there um, to go dust uh, to Dusty. So it moving should be, up, it should board, be like Step Brothers, mate. It'd be like yeah. I'm not picking Tom Phillips, even if there's a fire. <laughs> Hey, you hear that? Hey, 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 Chris laughed and it wasn't, it wasn't a soundbite. Sound but that was actually pretty good. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, five, so, yes. so five, let's go up the board. 5K gets you the buddy. Yep. And he's on a bit uh, of a heater right now, let's be honest. He is on a bit of a heater. We know he's trying to get him the 1,000. So, um, yeah, he still has some big games. Uh, up there, 10K off up Dusty's Tommy McDonald, who absolutely shit the bed last <laughs> week after we talked him up. Um, my man, Tommy Hawkins, 128. Uh, what's that? Fifteen above Dusty, and that oh, I love. I love Tom Walker. Yeah, I feel like he's going to kick a fucking another bag against us this week. So um, yeah, I, I, I like Hawkins. The other one I like, but there's a couple other better options. But I don't mind Isaac Smith. Um, he's really fitted in well at Geelong, and uh, just to go through some of his scores since the uh, what was it? Since the buy, he's gone eighty nine, one hundred four, one hundred five, ninety two, one hundred four, ninety nine. You it's can't get consistency that's good. Well, does, right? that, does that correlate with Duncan being out, though? Is that how it kind of worked? I, I think he's still been – he's just had that extra – that wing role anyway. So he's just running up and down the wing, getting absolutely no attention at all, and he pops up, kicks his goal, and, and just does what he wants because who the hell is going to man up on Smith when you've got, you know, Danger, Selwood, Menegola, even Duncan coming back? I don't think changes much for – for Smith. Yeah, I don't know. He's been good the last three to five, but again, he's still only averaging mid eighty. So I don't know. Part of me feels either he's well, now got used to the environment and the new sort of style of play, or whether they've just played shit opponents. Well, it, it might it might be that, but they still played some. They played the Lions, the Dogs, and Port in that. So, like I said, shit that, opponents. <laughs> but yeah, so we don't know if it's just the fact that it's yeah, it took him some time, which we know a lot of players it takes time for them to settle in. Um, and learn the you know the new structure and, and get used to their new teammates, or is it just the fact that um, you know different players being out, or have they changed the role? So yeah, like I don't mind it as a, as a consistent option, but then if you've got the extra couple k, well, we're talking Bailey Dell and um, Nick Hind and Stringer are just above them, and and also Kmart Dusty Jordan Degoli, who's absolutely on fire. You mean? When you say Kmart Dusty, you mean the guy that's way better than Dusty this season? At, well, no, the one that's actually playing. <laughs> uh, he is a new Dusty. Very uh, impressive. So when we have a look at, say, three-game three game average, Patrick Dangerfield's killing it, averaging 105 overall on a heater. If you don't have him already, 594K is still probably unders for what he's delivering, 29%. Now, we're talking those who have multiple trades. The way that the anarchy has been, I'd probably try and stick to someone around that price point. I don't see, unless you have eight trades or six trades. There's no real point going one down, one up on Dusty if you can help it because you might need that trade in another week or two 
who knows with the exposure sites out, it looks like that's pretty serious, particularly those around Queensland. Dane's, so, on, Dane's on absolute fire. Like yeah, if you, so if you don't have him, you need him. You're not going to be able to compete with guys in your, in your leagues or in overall. And particularly coming end of the year, he really lifts for those games. Jordan Degoe, though, 490k, he's actually gone up like 150,000, I think, since I got him. Uh, he's on 400s in a row, all of them pretty much around that sort of 114 mark. I think he's doing really well. Aaron Hall, uh, unfortunately, I'm priced out of this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so it looks like I'm ignoring him because I, I ignored him once and looks like I have to ignore him again. But he's averaging 114.7. Is he any chance of getting a contested kick ever? No. Well, and why no. would he be? He's getting. No. I, lo- I actually love the waxing between Zebel and Hall all game. All game. Like, Zebel will take a kick out, kick straight to Hall, take, receive a handball, and then c- continue to kick long. And then uh, on the on the way, on the entry back in, one of them will take a mark, then they'll just wax again, wax on, wax off, straight to each other, straight back. Yeah, it's, it. it's interesting. Uh, but he, Aaron, he is a good Aaron option. Hall- Aaron Hall's getting to the point where he'll start as a defender at 540k next year, and he's, it's just becoming, fuck, I might have to start him next year. He's just so good. And then he just, yeah, as you said, the waxing. And, and now it's with McDonald in. We thought that might take points. No, all that happens is able to haul to McDonald. Uh, so that all they do is wax with each other. So nothing's <laughs> more dangerous. <laughs> Oh. It's going to be interesting hey, to see what um, happens. What happens in North stays in North. I, I don't think <laughs> that North will necessarily play the same style of football next year. So um, I think this year is a learning year and a, like it's something that they'll do. And then I think they will have make some slight adjustments next year that may result in a different style and not as conducive to defensive scoring. But it's something that we have to watch in the preseason, obviously next year. But that is a very valid point. I've been looking at um, a few different uh, guys that are going to be changing positions next year. Um, and seeing how that's going to impact for mainly for draft because obviously now is the time if you're in draft you need to be oh. especially keeper leagues or if you're in keeper leagues like me I just um, traded out Cozzy Pickett and um, Amon for I got myself a Jack Zebul and I got myself a Mitch Duncan and gave up like and gave up like a second round pick I'm like hallelujah Duncan's going to be a Ford next year he obviously didn't know <laughs> um, get Duncan in anyway I mean, keeper leagues. Yeah, nothing wrong with getting a injury-prone guy like Duncan. No, not at all, mate. You're talking. You're, you're talking up Aaron Hall for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um. Well. Anyway, let's go through. So, ideally, if you have the cash and it's you know money is no issue, then Zorko and Dangerfield. Dangerfield would be over Zorko. Yes. 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 But Zorko yeah. very Swiss. close behind. Yep. So yeah, those, those two. Yeah, danger over. So yep. take those out. Let's go through your three options that are more expensive than Dusty Martin. Do you want me to go first, boys? Yep. There all right, you go. So, um, so for me, I am going. Number one, I'm going Tommy Hawkins for me, just based on consistency, durability, the fact that Hawks, uh, Hawks, Jesus Christ, um, Geelong will be looking for those wins, and I am actually real keen on the Tomahawk for that huge ceiling. Number two, if I don't have that, I'm actually looking Jordan Degoe based on his new role, his newfound glory, looking fit, the downhill skier on the back end, killing it. Jordan Degoe is number two for me. And number three is probably going to have to be, I'm going to say Aaron Hall's out of reach because fuck him. So we're going under that mark, ladies and gentlemen. And apart from that, I'm going to probably say Bailey Dale, just more for the fact, again, that they're in contention. The dogs will want to keep pushing on. Uh, he hasn't been setting the world alight, but he's still, what, 99 for the last three? Still consistent. 95 over, yeah. So consistent enough where I think he'll just keep chipping away. Dogs will have to still stay in the hunt for that top two spot, and I don't think they'll slip away. Chris? Uh, well, I will say one number one, Aaron Hall, because uh, this is, by the way, ignoring danger and. Maybe yeah. I was going to say to Chris, maybe take Hall out of it because Hall would be, um, yeah, like my seventy thousand, isn't it? Seventy yeah, or eighty thousand. Hall, Hall's but, in my discussion with Dangerfield and Zorko. I just think Hall's clearly the number one out yeah, of that one. But the only reason I say is only in sixteen percent of teams, so there'd be a yeah. lot of fucking if, teams that don't have Hall. So yeah, if okay. you have the money and that, yeah, he's the so he's, danger. Danger one. Zorko Hall, and then yeah, I, yeah. I think if you clear, have the cash, clear. You need, if you yeah. don't have one of those guys, that if you have the cash, you, you yeah. get them easy. Um, all right, so then in that case, I would definitely go. Um, I think for value for money and for uh, current role consistency, the goey. Easily number one, in my opinion. Um, I think he's got now, is it four or five games of 100-plus scoring? Um, and it doesn't yeah. look like it's going anywhere. Four. Yeah. Four. Um, I, four. I would then go Bailey down number two. Um, and then I would probably go, I will take a punt here. Stringer, do not ever. Uh, oh, see ya. <laughs> Wait till you get mine, mate. 
Uh, string uh, number one. I, I actually don't. I really like Zach Bailey this year, and he's been really, really good. I know he's had a couple of down games in the, in recently, but I like Zach Bailey, 4.3% of teams. His scoring's been, he's, he's got some really, really big games. And he's just the sort of guy that um, can really pop up and get you a 130 if, when you need it. So, um, yeah, I don't mind Zach Bailey. Not bad. Well, I guess they, I guess they do have the Brisbane do have Gold Coast Hawks, Fremantle, Collingwood, yeah. West Coast to come home. So yep. not a those bad are, little those look. Are five very friendly fixtures. You're welcome. Uh, Buggy and Chris, because uh, I was I was leading in trying to see the goat years and say I was about to say Joe, Jake Stringer, but really I was going to actually mention Zach Bailey ah. uh, because of that because of that fixture. Um, yeah, I like you know, he's got a game where he can you know, he always bobs up and kick, can kick multiple goals. I think he's kicked three or four multiple times. Again, uh, there's just no one on him, right? It literally yeah. like just pops up. Oh, look, oh, no one's on Zach Bailey. Why? Because they've got a ridiculous midfield. They've got Daniel Rich that they have to worry about. Zach Bailey just runs around with no one on him and just into, waltzes into the 450 and goes bang. Yeah. So Suns, Hawks, Freo, Collingwood, West Coast. Um, I don't think you can get much of a softer draw than that. But, and he's going to have a couple games there. Where what, What's he got this year? A, a 124, a 133, a few other hundreds in that. So he's not as consistent as some of the other guys. But, yeah, he, he can bob up. So of the, of my picks, um, I'm going to still have Hawkins one because I just feel like the, uh, the Cats, uh, yeah, obviously are going to continue to push for that top spot. It's now or never for them. And we know he's going to bop up. If we're taking, if you're wanting more consistent, my number two will be Dugowie. But I think Hawkins is going to have two really large games in that last five, which will pump his overall to be bigger than Dugowie on the run home. So, yeah, Hawkins won Dugowie two. And especially yeah, North, North Melbourne too, Swiss, the first round of the um, finals yeah, there for, and, and, for and standard leagues. Like, and our underman Richmond this week without Asbury down there. Um, so we're already missing Bolter. And earlier in the year, he scored 149 against our defence when we actually had most of our defence in. So what could he do against our underman? North Melbourne, uh, the Giants, Paints and Melbourne, which should all still be in Geelong, COVID pending, but I think that'll still be the case. So, um, yeah, I, I can see a couple massive scores there for Tommy Hawkins. That's why he's my number one. And, yeah, um, the goalie number two. And I've got Zach Bailey just ahead, and it's only just ahead of Isaac Smith and Bailey Dale, and they're good options too. And I don't mind, and I'll throw my roughie out to being Franklin, just because I feel like Buddy, those last couple of games in finals, um, North Melbourne and the Suns, we've said it before, if he's any chance of uh, getting that 1,000 goals, which I think he needs 19 now, uh, yeah, if he, there, there could be another Buddy bag to come and we've said about teams switching off, especially with COVID now, uh, that super coach grand final possibly against North or the Suns, if they are out of contention, nothing to play for, and the Swans have something to play for, watch Buddy just go absolutely nuts. And it could be one of those, you know, 180, 200 games to finish the season. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And Fremantle too this week could really switch off. Yeah, look, I'll, look, I if, really if like fixture stays. Time. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't mind him at all. My, my problem is with but it, sometimes he's scoring this year. No, he's, sometimes he's scoring this year. I mean, outside of his body. Sometimes he's scoring this year. He's, he's kicked four goals, five goals, and he's only got an 80, you know, um, which is unbuddy-like. You know, a lot of the time in, in his past scoring history, he's been uh, – a lot of his uh, points have come from possessions because he's a high-possession winner as a forward because he gets up the ground and gets involved with the play and gets onto the wing. Um, He's been pretty good the last eight rounds, though. So when you look at his last eight rounds, oh, yeah. two of those were under 90, right? And then four of those were over 100. So he's been pretty good considering, mind you, those two under 100 or under 90, should I say, were 47 and 42. But he's also gone 130 twice with a 113. So he look, he looks okay. I don't mind him for draft leagues. He'll win you a week or lose you a week. It's the Tex Walker syndrome. Yeah, and look, he's, got a good, he's also got a good draw. I don't hate the pick. I definitely do not nah. hate the pick. It's, it's a risky one, but it's one that could definitely pay off for sure. Interesting. Now, can we just get a um, little bit of a, I was going to say collaboration. Let's just go with a census. Um, if you have, say, Marshall and these other players, how many trades would you have to have in order to move them on? Or if you're playing for overall, do you just, if you have the trades, do you just have to do it? Uh, yeah, if you have the trades, you got to do it. Uh, because it's, it's only five weeks left. So, 
Um, you, you, uh, just think of it this way. So a player misses one week at this if, point of the season. Then what if you have bench cover though? Bianco. Yeah, but let's say those, so you take that into consideration, your bench cover might score you. Let's, let's estimate 60 at a best case scenario. You know, un- unless you can see that bench player score beforehand, so like a Bramble, for example, or Bianco playing on a right, yeah, so, early. But we don't. We those that fixture is completely irrelevant. Right? No, they're now. still no. playing Friday night. Port and no Crows apparently. Port, Port and Crows, yeah. yeah. So that means Bianco's not playing Friday night. Yeah, he is. They're apparently playing Hawthorne this week. Who? Cro- the uh, Pies. Yeah, Pies are playing Port Adelaide. No, they're not. No, this that's week. changed, no, mate. What? So Since when? What the fuck? It's going to be the. It's going to be the showdown. Yep. It's been announced, but it probably hasn't updated. I saw yet. that, but then like nothing. Yeah. So what? So what happened? The last thing I saw was like, Port and Pies on a yeah, Friday yeah, night at Metricon. If, if you switched your phone off for half an hour, you'd miss all this. So what happened was they were heading off to the. Uh, they were packing their stuff, about to jump on the bus to head to Melbourne, and that was going to be Port Adelaide play Collingwood here. And then they were told to get off the bus. It was going to be the showdown. Literally an hour later, no, we're back on Port Adelaide Collingwood. And then an hour and a half hour after that, it's like, no, the showdown's back on. So yep. it's been back and forth all day. So I do feel for the players here because, God, they're getting screwed around. And, and then we're just sitting there going, what the fuck uh, is happening? But obviously well, they're trying to move with the government. What the fuck is uh, happening? Yeah, no one knows yet. So one thing we can't do is Bullshit. captains because we've got no idea what the matchups are or what games are playing when. But what we do know is that um, that if you've got an opportunity to see a score before you can um, make that trade, then that is going to ease a burden. So you'll need, let's say you've got Bianco and he scores 60, then you may choose to, uh, you might have a level that you go, okay, that's acceptable and I might not trade or whatever it may be. But let's put it into perspective. Let's say... Um, Marshall misses this week. Marshall was going to score 100. You've got Brockman on the bench. He scores you 45 or whatever. Uh, you know, you've got to remember that that 55 points now is the next five rounds. So whoever you bring in, that like if, if you were to bring someone in, they only need to average 10 points less per game to score the same amount um, as, say, Royal Marshall for the rest of yeah, the season. Yeah, but if... It depends. If Marshall misses two, then I think if you have the trades, you get rid of him. But whereas, yeah, but Mills and Green, I think you keep because if you only have one or two trades, then you're probably going to need them anyway. And I'd rather have, if you have the loophole or if you have a bench play, I'd rather take a 60 than a zero for three, four weeks. Yeah. The way that shit's been at the moment. But you've got to remember, if you're playing for overall, that 50 points is a lot of points. Yeah, I guess you just have to risk it, right? Exactly right. I think at this point, you just risk it. If you've got the trades, I think you risk it. Um, If you've got... um, And look, it it is likely. It's likely that there's going to be more carnage. You've literally, at this point, got to cross your fingers and your dick and everything else and hope that you just don't get hit with the carnage that's that's about to come through. Um, It's too late in the season to be like, oh, I'll just wait on that week or that two weeks or whatever. You can't... Like, you can't be waiting on Langford. Like, if you had trades, you'd be trading Langford. Where's this news? Because literally, I'm looking at afl.com.au two hours ago saying that Power will now tackle Collingwood at Marvel on Friday night. Twitter, mate. Get on fucking Twitter. I'm on Twitter, (laughs) but I can't... Mate, you know what it's like on the Twitter sphere. It's all... Mumbo jumbo. Anyway, well, let's just okay. So, no captains for this week. Are we just going to make suggestions based well, on form or what? Like Walsh against well, North Melbourne, well, we, if, we the, if that's it, happening. We, know, we do know a couple of the games of that. So, um, but the, yeah, there is seems to be a, a lot. And one, two, three. It's funny because my footy info apps updated three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They've got twelve games listed for this week yeah. because they've, they've got Port playing Collingwood and then the showdown. They've got Melbourne playing the Dogs because that's changed now. And they've still got Melbourne playing the Sun. So there has been a couple of changes with Brisbane, Gold Coast. Melbourne's now got the Dogs. And I think Hawthorne uh, playing at, well, meant to be playing Adelaide, but that will become Hawthorne, Collingwood, and Adelaide will play forward if that final change goes through. Jesus. Uh, so, All right, so, so who, who's the form players yeah. then are we picking? Like, if you have Sam Walsh, are you VCing him this week against North? I think that's kind of the um, way ahead. I think you have to. Yeah, well, that looks like that's still going to be the 145 game on Saturday. So, yeah, Sam Walsh definitely um, is a great pick there as the VC um, because hopefully there's still some games afterwards. Um the unfortunately Geelong Richmond's on the looks like still going to be the Sunday game and it's going to be the second last game on the Sunday. So someone like Tom Hawkins, who I'd love to VC, I can't. But Dangerfield is a captain option. Um, yeah, is obviously a very good option there. And nothing seems to have changed with Essendon GWS being the last game of the round. Um, so they've been floating around where that's going to actually be played, but. 
seems to be that's going to be the last game. So your Parish and Merritt um, will come into play as your uh, as a captain option because you know they'll be the last game. Jesus. Well, there you go. Let's just um, look, try and pick a pretty good VC and roll with the punches, really. Uh, yeah, like, geez, what do you do? If you have, like, Jared Lyons against Gold Coast, I think will be another good option as well. If uh, I think they're playing Saturday night. Oh, no, 3 o'clock Saturday. I saw that one. Uh, I won't get to that game, unfortunately, but I'd be going Jared Lyons as well if I had him, especially if Lockie Neal looks a little banged up. And Jack Steele, I think, is obviously still in very, very good form. So um, against West Coast, who are playing absolutely bollocks right now, I don't mind Jack Steele as a captain option as a fullback, but he also, at this stage, it looks like he's playing directly after that um, Carlton game, so you'll have to have a, an itchy trigger finger there. Yep, see, see how, how that, go. that goes. Any other comments here, boys? No, I think oh, well, what? Well, what I was going to say, with Walsh playing north and the Doggies playing the Ds this week, uh, what's Walshy behind? Uh, 84 behind McRae to be number one for the season. So there's a chance, Walsh, we could be talking next week. I Walsh the number one player in the boys, but no. we all know how much I was on Walsh at the start of the season. I think I deserve some <laughs> fucking props. I think you all forget that I went and got Walsh real early, like round one. Who who got injured? Uh, yeah, so did I. Um, no, you were already on him. I went and got him. Did you go Neil? Did you go Neil to friggin'? No, I went Neil to um, uh, Danger. Was Ridley. Dan- Danger Walsh. Ridley. Well, Danger did. to Walsh. That's yeah. what I did. I, 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 oh, so you didn't I have him either. I didn't. I couldn't fit him in. Well, then my, we my... are the same. Oh, so Shit, I'm the man. only one that started. I'm the only one that started Walshy. Oh well, get around me, boys. <laughs> oh, there you go. We need more lemon pledge. Nice work, Swizz. Um, all right, I think that wraps us up, everyone. Look, good luck with whatever you are doing, whatever decisions you make. And if you are in a lockdown, particularly even Adelaide now, what, seven days? So, look. Uh, the whole country's fucked. Except, hey, mate, Queensland, we're, we're kicking large here. So, um, look, let's just enjoy the football. Um, yeah, just embrace yourselves and stay safe, everyone. And um, that's about it. Yeah. Um, do, we know do we know if there's Super Coach Olympics? What? Uh, that? Is that a thing? <laughs> I said the Olympics starts this week. Surely there's Super Coach Olympics. Ah, that would be legit. That's what they're secretly working on instead of giving us free trades. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll, I'll, I'll take the swimming. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, instead of players, though, or people, or surely it'd just be countries, and you do Super Coach countries, and like you know, for each event, you choose like a captain or whatever. That would be cool. which country? So That'd this gymnastics, awesome. I'm we doing this country. Boys. That's our new thing. Sure, I'll see. Years. I'll see you in four years. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, anyway, anyway, that's yeah, it. We'll, let's just uh, look, fake it till we make it, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Catch you next time, guys. Yeah, boy. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. Bye.